When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Welcome to Rose Ed, and it's been a week of upset expectations in football as Harry Kane rains down the pain at the Etihad to blow the title race wide open. Burnley blow Brighton away. Jaden Sancho actually starts to play well, and Romelu Lukaku has fewer touches in exciting areas than Hannah's husband on their Valentine's weekend away. You are listening to Rose Ed. Um, do remember to vote for us in the Sports Podcast Awards. We're in the comedy category. Um, you're right, Hannah. I am, thanks to you. No, you're yeah, not. Good. I don't know why I just asked you if you're okay. You're literally rotting. <coughs> like I'm fine. Them. What's going I'm on? Fine. What's going on? Uh, I've got a little chest infection. I'm quite sweaty yeah. at the moment. Um, you know, I just got a bit poorly. I was on a job in Manchester for 10 days. And I was kind of like, I was going for a couple of days, like, oh, my throat's a bit sore. And I was just getting told that I was a soft southern ponce. And then on the final day of the shoot, I was just coughing loads and losing my voice and yeah, got sent home. Got sent home like school. Wow. But that was on the last day then, so the last afternoon you were sent home as well. That was on the last day, yeah, and I've been on the antibiotics and steroids and stuff. Oosh! 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 <laughs> been walking around chinning <laughs> <laughs> Um Yeah, so that's that's been fun. Um, how are you, Mike? You had a good week? Yeah, I was... I was coming into this podcast thinking, oh, it's going to be really depressing. You know, Joe's going to be gloating about Spurs beating Man City. Oh, and then on on Wednesday night, it sort of just took a turn, didn't it? And like the it all just came to the fore. It was... So, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling a lot more chipper now. Yeah, can you tell the intro was written before the Tottenham-Burnley game? <laughs> I, was so, yeah. I was so positive. Um, we'll get on to Tottenham and Antonio Conte and all that kind of thing uh, a little bit later on. But I'm very excited to say, We've got a new jingle on Rose Ed. Um, Hannah, do you want to do you want to intro this because it's very exciting? So I think this is uh, from my friend Jane Silmon Maneri. She's actually called Jane Cook now. Um, Jane Silmon Maneri. Yeah, she's Spanish. Ooh. She's proper fit. Ah, she's got a very very ah. large boobs. Um, oh, so she. You want to do jingle, me amigos. <laughs> Why have you started with a lisp when you? I can sing a song for you. Oh, Dundee is the biblioteca. 
Ooh. Sorry, sorry. You've thought about Jane a lot since you heard her voice oh. message, haven't you? No, lo siento, Jane. Oh, <laughs> He's been watching so much X-rated Latina stuff, I think. <laughs> deep in Pornhub. Uh, um, I'm onto the subcategories. But yeah, but Jane, los, uh, Jane, um, what's her name? Jane has Pillowquetta. Um, <laughs> Still modernary. Oh, has done a... And she's done a song for us. <laughs> so on Monday, I was a really irresponsible um, mother and I got a train to Leeds. But obviously we had all the the awful storms, didn't we? So it took me three and a half hours to get from Loughborough to Sheffield. And then the, the train stopped. It was like, yeah, we, we're not doing any, train, any, any trains. We're not doing any trains to Leeds. So I phoned my friends and I was like, listen, girls, I'm not going to be able to make it. I'm not going to be able to get back home. And I said, it's, it's going to cost a fortune for a taxi, to which my friends said the responsible thing. They were like, but you can't put a price on our friendship though, can you? Get in an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> so I got in an Uber um, and went over to see them. And then we got very drunk and uh, there was no trains home. So I actually got a taxi from Leeds to Loughborough, which is like an hour and 45 minutes um, oh my Lord. at like stupid o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Your husband doesn't listen to the podcast, though, does no, he? So he he's not going to know. He doesn't listen to me generally, so he doesn't listen to the podcast. Mm. <laughs> so it's fine. Uh, but it cost me an absolute <laughs> fortune to get a taxi back. I've got a similar tactic that I use with my mate Naz, right? So like, whenever he's like, oh, I can't really come out, I've got work or whatever, or I've got to be up early to this thing, I'll be like, thing is, mate, when you're old and you're on your deathbed and you look back at your life, do you want to say, oh, yeah, I'm so glad I stayed in and got up and went to that meeting? Or do you want to remember the memories we make tonight? I mean, wow, that's powerful. <laughs> yeah, literally. That's really powerful. And then the, <laughs> does, it, does it work? Yeah, it does. Quite. I'll just be like, when you look back on your life, you're not going to remember being hungover, but you might remember some of the fun we had. He's as vulnerable <laughs> as I am, then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. Okay. And he'd be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he won't be like that. Uh, um, but yeah, so so Jane did us. It's a bit out of date this jingle because she's got slightly the wrong season. But here's Jane doing a special rosette jingle. Well, I'm just going to get my friend yeah. Jane to sing. But also, my... Will you just sing, like, one line? What were you singing? My friends sing just sing oh. your best bit. Oh, like oh. 10 seconds. Okay. Like, I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. And I don't care about the presents. The Christmas tree. I just want you for my own, more than you could ever know. Make my wish come true. All I want for Christmas is Right, so let's put that as a jingle. <laughs> That's Silman. One of my besties just casually blasted that out in a, uh, in a restaurante. And we're drunk at quarter past six. We've been drinking since lunchtime. There you go, that was nice, Hannah, wasn't She's it? She's amazing. She's got a set of pipes on her. She has got a set of pipes, yeah. <laughs> a big set of pipes. So we get, <laughs> we, get, <laughs> we get her to sing Mariah Carey, All I Want For Christmas Is You every time I see her. So we were sat there at the table, you know, towards the end of 
February, there were families in this restaurant on Monday while we were doing shots of Sambuca. And uh, she's just singing Mariah Carey, all I want for Christmas is you. So we're such an irritating group. She's not embarrassed though, Hannah, is she, at all? No. Like some people could be a little bit shy or... But some people might, if they can sing... They might not go for it, but she yeah. went for it. And we like, had the waiter who was serving us all afternoon. He actually stayed behind and sat with us for a couple of hours and had some drinks. And um, she, her, they were singing Ooh. boys to men songs together. <laughs> was he drinking milk, milk, lemonade? Sorry. The soap is not lactose intolerant. I've <laughs> been some bitty from Auntie Jane. Uh, but we actually said, we actually said, we actually said to him, we were like, listen. <laughs> we actually said to him, oh, do you like boys to men? And he was like, what's that? Well, like, oh my God, how old are you? How young are you? And how old are we? How do you not know? Well, he doesn't know boys to men. No. He was. What, end of the road? Yeah, he didn't know. He didn't know any of it. Iconic. So um, I went to the toilet and came back and Jane and him were singing a cappella, like all these different songs. And I was just like, oh my God, it's half past two in the afternoon. Like, (laughs) this is really bad. So yeah, it was a bit of a mess on Tuesday. That sounds absolutely amazing. It was amazing. Yeah, it sounds. Um, So I think it's safe to say that's one of the things that's made both Mike and I go. Oh, bitty. No, Joe, you can't bitty. say that. No, that's disgusting. <laughs> cut oh. that out. No, on it, I want you to cut that out. That's me. Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Mike, what, what, what else has made you go? Oh, <laughs> see this. I think he forgot to do it last yeah, week, and it was probably it is, the best, yeah. the best week of the podcast. Yeah. No, I got a request to do it from somebody messy. So somebody messaged me, I promise you, and said, what happens to things that make you go, mm, it's the USP. <laughs> so there you go. That was your mum. It was my mum. Yeah. It was my mum. <laughs> this is why I've turned out like this. <laughs> so what made you go, mm, this week, Mike? Um, I think it was Dusan Tadic's goal against Benfica in the Champions League. It was like a, a half volley that he like controlled with the inside of his foot into the top corner. Um, and it was delightful. Even though Ajax didn't go on to win, it was actually, that was actually a really good game, better than United Atletico, for sure. Well, actually, Ajax, as you remember, were my hot tip to win the Champions League this season. I just think they look so good. They're just so much fun. Um, Hannah, what made you go, oh... I was quite solemn, wasn't I? I was like a ghost. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you were a bit. Well, what I would like to say, and I don't know if I should say this, but I feel like Burnley are going to just turn things around. Stay up. It really excites me. It massively excites yeah. me. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I've been quite excited. I was actually chatting about this this morning at School Gates to one of the dads. And he was like, so you're a Burnley fan then? And I was like, no, I'm a United fan. <laughs> but I realised I've been talking about Burnley for about five minutes. I'm excited for them. I sort of am a Burnley fan. Yeah. Like, that. well, because obviously they beat Spurs on Wednesday night. Yeah. Um, Sorry, Joe. S- smashed Brighton. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That was a big upset, wasn't Violated it? A huge them. upset. Yeah. And old, yeah, old Vout or Volt, whatever he's saying. Vout. Yeah. Vout. <laughs> let it all out. <laughs> Hit, but um, he was class, wasn't he, Mike? He looked so good. Unbelievable, yeah. I mean, they were sort of 
Slate and Burnley for people with Slate and Burnley for getting rid of Chris Wood and taking the money, but I think they've got an upgrade on him, yeah. to be honest. Well, Technically, he's a much better player from what I've seen. Yeah, I think I think he is. I mean, what I loved about him at the weekend was not only his goal, but his celebration. Like, it just meant so much. It looked like he was going to cry. It just meant so much to him. And it's like, you know, this is the sort of passion we need. We and it's coming. See, you're from a, a secret a, Burnley fan as well. This is the passion we need. We're all <laughs> nah, secret not, Burnley fans. And we didn't I'm, even realise. <laughs> no, but to be fair, I do really want Burnley to stay yeah. up. Um, I don't really like their football, but I really like Val Veghorst and I really like Sean Dyche. So, what did they pay for? You know, I'm, I'm rooting for, for them. him. Was it like twelve million quid? Yeah, yeah not it a lot. Was, bargain. It was cheap, cheap as chips. Yeah. Really. I mean, Arsenal were linked with him before as well, and I was like, sort of turn my nose up a bit. But now I've seen him properly, like playing the Premier League. He's a great, great player. So, do we think the team that potentially could drop into the bottom three? So Burnley could swap places with them at some point. Leeds United yeah. lost 6-0 yeah. to uh, Liverpool on yeah, Wednesday. Got beat by United at the weekend as well. And I thought some of the defending, as always, was just kamikaze yeah. from Leeds. I, I mean, they're, they're tumbling. Yeah, I think I think Bielsa obviously has got to take massive credit for getting them up and the style of football that they played was you know, unseen really in the championship. But... Um, they're, they're in the Premier League now, and you're in a relegation scrap. So you've got to you've got to get rid of all of these uh, I, football ideals, really, and the way that you want to play and playing like a three-three-four-two, whatever format. I don't know if that makes eleven, but whatever formation that, <laughs> that he plays, whatever formation he plays, he just needs to like just solidify it at the back and get them through this period because. You can't go on losing 6-0. I know yeah. it's Liverpool and they will beat big. Like, I think they smashed us early in the season about 4 or 5-0. So, you know, it, it will happen. But ultimately, you're setting yourself up for fail when you when you play like that. And what, Hannah, what did you make of... Uh, sorry, go on. No, I was just going to ask what your, your thoughts are because they've had a few injuries at, at Leeds and I was, I was chatting to somebody the other day that said it was down to the style of play that they have and the intensity of their training. Um, and the, uh, the manager's obviously wanting them to train harder... Uh, probably harder than other teams. I don't know if you've, you, what your thoughts are on that. I've got to say, from my own point of view, like this was always the thing, whenever they would not go up in the championship, and um, that would kind of be the criticism levelled at them. Or that Bielsa team, when they did go up, it's like, oh, we've got a bit of burnout at Christmas because obviously there's a lot more games yeah. in the championship. And look, we didn't matter last year. And I think there's other teams <laughs> in the Premier League as well that play very, very high intensity football. It's It's quite a, it's, it's quite a big thing in modern football, isn't it? And I don't know how much I buy that. I think one yeah. of the issues he's got is he does have a small squad. He likes to keep a small squad. And you can't really do that, I think, if you are going to play a high-intensity kind of pressing game. But I think Mike's right. I think at some point, you've got to be a little bit practical and a little bit pragmatic because Bielsa will go if they go down. Yeah. And when will they come up again? And Leeds fans have waited so long. And you mm. heard that noise on Saturday, um, Hannah, at Ellen Road. I thought it was quality. Oh, what a game. Class, brilliant game. What a game. Fans yeah. going mad. Obviously, you don't condone throwing stuff at players, but the atmosphere was amazing. Proper 90s oh. football, that, Joe, wasn't it? Pouring Proper, with rain. Like, old encounter. I loved it. People get booted up in the air, scraps on the pitch, like knee slides for goals. Like, it was, yeah. oh, it was quality. And I just think if they carry on, def- at the moment, they shouldn't go down if you look at their points. So they've got to just start defending more pragmatically. But if he sticks to kind of his dogmatic approach... I think they could well go down. But the game in the Premier League, the Leeds United game at the weekend was awesome. Yeah, I think, yeah. But 
it was it was a good game, um, but I just think the the I don't feel like it's a, a passionate Man United side. I don't I feel like it getting up. We're lucky when we get points at the moment. Do you reckon, Mike, that that game because obviously it was played at a different intensity? Do you reckon there was an element? Because even Bruno Fernandes afterwards was talking about how much it means to the fans and stuff. Do you reckon there's an element of kind of, it is Leeds versus Manchester United and it felt like a bit of a different prospect for Man United? Yeah, absolutely. I think when you're in a high-intensity game like that, when the crowd are against you, um, I think your your passion and your sort of intensity just takes a few steps up. And I've, I think you could see that with the Man United players. It, it wasn't their best performance, but the way that they were just flying into tackles. and Loved it. What I really loved is like they were, they were hitting like passes and the ball was just stopping. Like it, it wasn't yeah. going anywhere near. So you have to adjust your whole play style. Like we're used to football being really like slick and fast in the Premier League, but this was like old school football. Like the when you, when you kick the ball, it doesn't go anywhere. There's mud patches appearing on the pitch. Like all of these things you would expect from a game in like you know like the early 2000s, late 90s were, were there. So I think that uh, coupled with the atmosphere gave United a whole whole load of impetus and um yeah it was i mean we've got to address it but it was a real disgusting to see what happened with Antio Hangar. yeah you know a young player like kind of like their their star star youngster at the moment delivering you know scored against Atletico as well what a huge goal that was it's just disgusting that fans feel like that's acceptable and i feel yeah. like that coins should probably be the number one thing checked for at, at when you're going into the, to the turnstiles because Nothing else that you carry into the ground that's like big is going to do much damage. But coins are something that could really hurt. Like yeah. imagine you caught him in the eye. It could have been a lot more serious than it was. Yeah. Such a sad indictment on society, though, that people's pockets will have to be checked for coins going yeah. into football stadiums. Yeah. Like where where on earth are we if that's the case? But Alanga's been a real shining light for United, isn't he, Hannah? Yeah, he has. Um, certainly something like an injection of pace, quality that we need um and i think as well it's probably nice to to get a younger up-and-coming player that's probably fresh and is just taking united from the experience that he's got now as opposed to this like obviously everyone's saying about you know if united made a mistake signing ronaldo or what's happened criticizing individual players but i feel like if you could kind of get a, a younger player with so much talent coming through to to give that level of pace and kind of um potentially fill that slot for that we've got Ronaldo on this pedestal at the moment it'd be just nice if we can have take the pressure off Ronaldo because I, I honestly I don't know how much longer he's going to be at United for um I, d- I don't know whether he wants to be there or not or whether I don't know whether he's frustrated with the way that the team play or if he's probably frustrated for the fact that he's come back because it's not working out how he expected but it's weird that people criticize um Ronaldo for actually coming back in the first place saying that he shouldn't have come back and that he's affected the team generally I don't think that's the case he's scoring goals Mm. well he is scoring goals um but it's it's just uh you, you just don't want a younger player to come in and feel the negativity that's breeding in the dressing room at the moment, uh, not just from the players, but from um, the management as well. So um, I hope it doesn't affect his uh, his potential and, uh, with with a team. Well, I wonder if, I mean, we, there might be an announcement soon of some, of potentially the, a, new, a new man in the dugout at Manchester United for the start of next season, and if that could be Antonio Conte. Um, can you it imagine? Because that, that yes, is actually a, quite that, easily. That is a possibility. So 
I've tried to avoid it. We're 15 minutes in. I think it's probably time to talk about Spurs. Um, right. So I suppose uh, start with the game on Saturday, the Man City game. Um, Harry Kane doing a Harry Kane, like doing Harry Kaney things. One of the best individual performances I've seen in the Premier League this season. He's had four or five of those playing at Spurs where he just looks unplayable, does everything, drops deep, like creates chances, gets on the end of chances, drives the team forward vocally, physically, mentally. Um, honestly, I thought, and I thought the rest of the team looked pretty good. I thought the defence looked pretty good. Um, and I just thought Kane was exceptional. I thought Dejan Kulisewski as well. Um, really good first start for him playing for Spurs. Conte's passion was evident on the sidelines. Um, City, as always, if you can counter-attack them effectively, some of their defending just looks crazy because their line is so high and also so disjointed. There's no kind of... It's not like they're playing a high line. They're playing a high zigzag. It looks like a graph. Like, literally, they are just all over the place sometimes. Thinking that first goal, I was like, how have you stepped up like that and let Sun get through? That is that is crazy. Um, and Spurs have, have played well against a couple of the big teams this season. Played really well at White Hart Lane, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, whatever, against Liverpool. Um, and we we're able to up our game sometimes when we play those big teams that do press us. And then the Burnley game on Wednesday night, um, where Burnley deserved their win. And Antonio Conte said afterwards... Um, I came here to help the club. And if the problem could be the coach, I'm ready to go. No problem. I'm not used to this situation. I'm trying everything, but the situation is not changing. Um, I want to help the club. I work a lot. I work very hard. I am giving 20 hours a day to Tottenham and the other four hours I sleep, but it is not enough. Um, to me as a Tottenham fan, what I find genuinely upsetting is that sounds like the football club is irreparably broken and incapable of being fixed that can't be the case that absolutely that's just can't be true um i think maybe my read on it and mike i'm interested what you think like my read on it is he's turned up the squad's a bit worse than he expected there's a lot less money than he expected and he thinks i just can't be asked to be honest like what's the point i'm still antonio conte i can probably sit wait till summer go to united get five six seven times more money to spend in the transfer window than Tottenham would give me even in a very good period. So why the hell would I sit out here and struggle and risk my reputation? Um, if that's the case, he should have never taken the job in the first place um, because yeah. it's not it's yeah. not fair because a football club, as we always said, belongs to the fans and it's just ultimately the ones you're stitching up are the fans. I, I was really shocked to hear those comments. Um, yeah, I mean, what's what's your read on it all? Yeah, I mean, I firstly am shocked that he even took the job in the first place because he rejected it in the summer, didn't he? Yeah. He, he literally had the opportunity to come Spurs in the summer, said no. Maybe he was waiting for another project. Maybe he wanted United, um, but United didn't quite think he was the right fit because although you're talking about he'd be great at United, I think he, he, he would blow up too quickly. I think United want a sort of company man who's going to toe the company line. Mm. And He's that's why that, Oli was yeah. in the job. And he's not that. And this is prime Conte. Like this is Conte doing Conte things because he knows his worth and he knows that he's a top-class, world-class manager with the right resources and with the right um, club around him, he can achieve success. Um, and by him throwing his toys out of the pram right now, he's just basically throwing the gauntlet to Spurs saying, go on, sack me, I think, or he will leave. Because I, mm. I seriously think he's the type of guy 
that would wouldn't care about a compensation fee. He'd just say, "Look, I'm not here for a long time." He's on a short contract, isn't he? It's only two years, right? Yeah, a year, two years. Two so years. he's probably thinking, "All right, well, I could be out in within a year. Or I could just go now, forsake the the rest of." Because he even brought that up, didn't he? He spoke about salary. He spoke. He said, "I'm here taking a salary," so it doesn't quite feel right that that things aren't, aren't going well. So I could definitely see that situation where he's putting pressure on Levy to say, "Come on, sack me, or I'm going to go." And it's clear, it's just that it's not the right relationship for him at Spurs. He is a top-class manager and Spurs at the moment aren't operating, operating like a top-class club. I'm not saying that to have a dig. They just genuinely aren't because they've, the managers that they, they've hired over recent seasons, getting rid of, of Pochettino, I thought was a wrong move. I thought he's the best manager you've had in a long, long time. Getting Jose Mourinho in was a wrong move. And then the signings that you gave Mourinho, again, were wrong um some of the recruitment in general has been really poor i think they did good deals to get in um ben i think romero's a decent player um but ben tanker and kulisevsky were good signings but apart from that like you look at even the right backs and i think the standard of right backs you've been bringing in like doherty emerson uh Aurier, i just think there's there's something that at that club that's not quite working at the moment and i think that comes down to daniel levy but in terms of conte i can definitely see a situation where he just says you know what this isn't for me. This isn't living up to my standards. So I'm just going to leave it because four defeats in five, even though you beat Man City, is pretty poor. But even by, by Spurs, he couldn't help himself. <laughs> Not help himself. Um, I it just, is, though. it's just, it did annoy me his comments as yeah. well because I was like, where's yeah. your metal? Like, where's your balls? Like, what are you doing it? What you just want to like? So you've come and you knew you were taking on a project that's very different to being the Juve manager or the Inter manager or the Chelsea manager or whatever. And what you just want to, you just want to quit. Is that it? Like, you just can't be bothered anymore. And it's like, well, you're a brilliant manager and I want you to be at the club. And I'm so excited. And I think he's a fantastic world-class manager. But like, if that's what you think, then I didn't, then go. Yeah. Because like, if that's what you think, because I'll still yeah. be here, like once you're gone and all the fans will. So I don't know, like, Hannah, I thought it was really petulant and disappointing yeah. from him. And can you, there's, there's two things also that, to say when he's like, you know, I came here to sort of help the club insinuating that he's doing the club a massive favour. Yeah, cheers, man. When actually <laughs> yeah. he's chosen yeah, to come here. And it was like even last week when you said, you know, it's, it's almost as if he kind of hadn't done his research into the the squad, into the team, into the background. And uh, last week I kind of thought, um, he's, he's a world-class manager. Of course he's going to have done his research. He's not stupid. Mm. He's, he's, he's going to have done a lot of background research. People mm. will be helping him with that because somebody like him wouldn't go to a club if he thought he was going to fail because a manager would never want to fail a team. But this week, after his comments, I'm like, maybe you were actually right last week. Maybe he hasn't looked into um, and, and done enough research into a team and he's thought, right, there's a job going there. This is what, money-wise, this is what I can get. Is it about the money with him? I don't think it is, but it's almost as if it's like, you know, you go to get an admin job and you're like, do you know what, actually, um, this, this, I'm kind of not working for the, the, the people that I thought I was going to be. The job's a bit different to what I thought. It's not working kind of my way. So, you know... I might, I might not be here for that much longer, but what message is that giving to the team? Can you t imagine turning up for training the next day when you're yeah. at the back of a defeat or, you know, you haven't played progressive, you haven't played very well on the bounce with five games. And it's like, well, hold on a second. You know, we have got potential and you showed that at the weekend. Like you can score goals against a team that's potentially going to win the Premier League. And it's like, well, hold on a second. <laughs> What's going on? Well, and also like... Which one is it if you're one of the players? Because after the City game, he said it's the best group of players he's ever worked with. 
and he liked them more. Mm. He didn't mean talent-wise, obviously, <laughs> but he li- he liked them more than any other group of players he's worked with. Right. And talked about their commitment and their desire and all that kind of thing. And then you lose away at Burnley, and you go, ah, maybe something's wrong, mate. And maybe it's me. Yeah. I said, well, it's hang a on. bit flip floppy, isn't it? It is Which... flip floppy, and I knew you were going to say that, Mike. I knew you were going to yeah. say flip floppy, but it is. Yeah, I mean, that's what I want. It's just like, which one is it? Yeah, what, I mean, what's he doing? What's he playing at, eh? What are you doing, Antonio? What's he saying, eh? What's he saying, Joe? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, um, uh, there was an interesting thing this week. I don't know if you saw this. We talked about Chris Wood a little bit earlier. Um, and the uh, <laughs> there's, been, there's been some some uh, question marks from the Aston Villa players because apparently Chris Wood was meowing at <laughs> Zuma. Mike brought this to our attention. <laughs> um, obviously in reference to his horrible animal cruelty, which isn't funny, but that, yeah. to do that is funny. <laughs> to do, like, to meow yeah. here, to, like, unsettle him is quite funny. And I was going to say, like, Hannah, what's like what's what's the funniest, like weirdest slash most inappropriate chant you've heard at the football when someone's um, getting trolled? Uh I'm not gonna say it on here actually, because you'll just have to edit the whole thing. Is it really bad? Yeah, I'm not gonna do it. It's totally inappropriate as well. I'm just gonna say I don't have one. I was interviewing Ben Foster once and um he said he was in he said, Yeah, when you're the keeper, obviously like you spend half the game with the away fans yeah. right behind you or the, or the opposition fans right behind you and you get absolutely caned. And he said, and that's, he said, it's pretty fun to be honest sometimes because sometimes you turn around and you give a little bit back and it's just, it's a bit of a laugh. You've got to be able to take that as a goalkeeper because um, you're standing there on your own while someone calls you a <laughs> Basically, it's quite hard. Yeah. Um, I was like, has anything ever really got to you? So yeah, once, I can't remember where I was playing, but um, uh, it was deadly silent and one of the opposition fans went, Oi, Ben, Ben. Ben. And I turned around and he went, I hope your dog dies. Is <laughs> that what he said? That's and does so... Ben have a dog as well? <laughs> He's, he was like, how does he know I've got a dog? Oh, no, that's, oh, that's awful. That cuts deep, yeah. isn't it? Not the dog. And he was like, oh, it really, like, <laughs> really hurt me. I also saw something amazing once, like a reversal at Spurs, because it used to be a big thing where weirdly opposition fans called Frank Lampard fat. And um, Frank Lampard came over, came over to take a corner at White Hart Lane. And I was about three rows back. Um, and this bloke, literally, like this big, huge, fat, bald bloke, was like, Oi, Frank, Frank, you fat, <laughs> you fat. And Lampard literally looked at him, looked him up and down, looked at his belly and went, mm. <laughs> like that. Yeah. And, every, <laughs> and everybody else started cracking up laughing. It's like, yeah, mate, like you are. That's great. <laughs> but you the thing need is, to like, your neck in. To us to hear that, that sort of banter is brilliant when a, a player can turn around and say something a bit like if a fat man's calling you fat when he's clearly mm. not fat. and it's like, uh, I'm a professional athlete. Nice so. one. Nice <laughs> one, hun. Yeah. But it's when the, the worst thing is um, the thought of when you go home, like you say, after say you're a keeper and you get in abuse for the whole, like, it'd just be like 45 minutes of people just shouting utter shit in your ear, saying that they hope your dog dies and stuff. There'll be a point where you'll be like, do you know what? I'm going to lose my rag. And if you're that type of person, if you lose in a football match, can you imagine, like, as a keeper, you can't, you can't go anywhere. You have to stand there and listen to it. At least as a player, you yeah. can run off to the other end of the pitch. It just, uh, that would be soul destroying. Poor guy. I know, right? You'd go home and you'd give that dog such a big cuddle. You would. <laughs> oh, I love you, Give him mate. some treats out the cupboard. Poor little thing. <laughs> um, speaking of someone who's not been providing treats, if that works, Romelu Lukaku, Mike. 
Ooh. World class segue. Yeah. Joke. Hello. That's why I get paid the big bucks. Oh, no way. Uh, uh, seven touches oh. against Crystal Palace. That's the fewest yeah. by any player in the Premier League since Optus started recording these stats in 2003. What on earth is wrong with Romelu? Yeah, and one of them was kickoff. And um, yeah. someone pointed out to me that two of them might have been offside. So, <laughs> well, yes, so you see, he basically set up a disallowed goal. Yeah. So they don't count. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So really, you're you're taking your numbers down to like in the in the fours or fives. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's a huge issue, I think, and it's not quite been right for a long time. Yeah. Even before the Sky Italia interview, like people will say it, it's in relation to that, but I really don't think it is. I just think. Chelsea didn't really do their homework when it came to Lukaku. I think you know what type of player he is. He's a player that likes space in behind to run. He he doesn't like the ball to feet. He doesn't want to you know do link up play. He just wants the ball in behind. He wants the ball uh, crossed in so he can head it in. And Chelsea are just not playing to his strength. So that makes me question Tuchel and to say you know why isn't he setting up his team to to play more like. Like to suit Lukaku, but also. What are you laughing what? at, Joe? Tuckle. 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 Mr. Tuckle. Is it? Too shell. What is it? I don't actually know Tuchel. what it is. Tuckle. It's, bl- it's not bloody Tuckle, is it? Tuckle. 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 I don't know. I've always called him Tuckle. Oh my God, what a spin off. The Tuckle Brothers. Ah, to me, to you. Come on, Klaus. Watch out. Walking along with the big ladder and everyone else the duck. Oh, brilliant. Sorry, Mike. Go so on. you call him, so I call him Tuckle. You call him Tuchel. And Hannah calls him what? Tuchel. No, it's Tuchel, isn't it? It is Tuchel, isn't it? Tuchel, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not Tuchel. sure now. Yeah, Tuchel. Okay. Tuchel. Tuchel, yeah. Thomas. But the thing is, I say things wrong all the time like generally with the english language so just say what you yeah, want yeah like. i don't know just what, what you want don't know why i'm hannah, asking I, you I know, to be fair. Yeah. hannah how do you pronounce it <laughs> fucking yeah. can i can i actually out um a former guest and friend of the show and someone mike admires greatly nicole holiday hey oi, oi. when she was on the show beep, beep, beep. she she left me a voice note this week and she can't pronounce doritos so she was like oh, oh. staying had some doritos i was like what oh. the f- Doritos. Um, <laughs> yeah, so so it's not just you, Hannah, don't worry. Oh it's not just you that has a flimsy grasp of English. Yes, general English. It's not just me either. <laughs> um, but sorry, you were saying about Mr. Tuckle a minute ago, Mike. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Tommy T. Well, I'll just call him Tommy T for now. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tommy T, I feel like he does have more responsibility to, to you know, um, to get the best out of Lukaku. But at the same time, like, why would he change a winning formula? Like, Chelsea won the Champions League last season. Yeah, it's not quite worked this season, but all, all in all, since he's been at Stamford Bridge, they've been a success. They just won the Club World Cup as well. Um, so I'm really questioning the recruitment of Chelsea. And, you know, this guy's been at your club before. Uh, he's been at Manchester United. Uh, at the club he did he did well was West Brom and, and Everton. And they yeah. obviously play a, a more direct approach. So it's like that's where he did well in the Premier League. At Inter as well, they, they played to his strengths. So... It's just it's just not a good match at the moment. So and when they dropped him against Lille, they actually played better with Havertz mm. as a as a number nine. So I don't really know what they're gonna do. It's a lot of money to just have sitting on the bench. Would you there's been a little bit of chat that I've seen, Hannah. Would you take him back at United? Because there's talk about Ronaldo maybe going to PSG or whatever, which I I've got no idea how that's gonna work. It'd be funny. Um, like retirement home for genius footballers. But mm. would you take Lukaku up front at, at United to replace Ronaldo in that centre forward role? No. 
No, I don't think he'd be a good. But it's a no from Hannery. Sorry, Romain. yeah, it's, it's a no. I didn't. Uh, I don't think he fit into the. He didn't fit into the team very well before, and I feel like um, his his lack of his lack of motivation at Chelsea right now and off the back of he's he's obviously frustrated being there, but the you know. Tuckle, tuchel, tickle, tuckle, tuckle. Obviously, uh, isn't happy to have him at Chelsea either. So that that relationship isn't working at all from either side. And as a as mm. a consequence, you've seen him have what seven touches in a match. That's disgusting, that's so really, mad. isn't it? You know, for a, a world class player, that's uh, that's uh, I don't I don't think he would fit in at United at all. Well, God knows which manager will have by that point if there's ever a transfer for him if he was ever to potentially come to United. Um, but it would. Wouldn't work for him to come back personally as a fan I wouldn't want him to either I like him as a player but not not for me yeah so what 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 is going to happen with these managers right so I think Conte's going to leave Spurs so potentially go to United Pochettino will definitely leave PSG because no, Brendan so Rodgers is going to come to United why would you <laughs> want him they keep I, they lose I just say it to wind you week. up I say it to yeah. wind you up we're going to get Conte <laughs> But I feel God like it's actually going to happen. God, day, God, can you imagine? You would, you'd be so. I, I don't know. I feel like it's going to. I feel like it's going to happen. I feel like United's eventual appointment will be really underwhelming. I, I feel like people think they're going to get Pochettino, <laughs> they're going to get Conte, but it's going to be someone like Brendan Rodgers. I actually think it will. It will be like you because said earlier, because someone that conforms to the 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 model. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah. A company man. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what they want. Hannah, who do you want though? Do you want Brendan Rodgers? Because you've talked about him so much. No, I want Jurgen Klopp to leave she Liverpool. Wants Steve Bruce. <laughs> yeah, Steve Bruce, all the way, baby. Um, I want um, Jurgen Klopp to leave Liverpool okay. and go and go to United. <laughs> I remember when he first signed for Liverpool, uh, when he first moved to Liverpool, and I was like, oh my God. We we need him. We need him. I absolutely love him. He's my favourite manager in the Premier League. He's amazing. Uh- it's part two for uh, it's part two of Hannah's big night out. So just in order to catch up on the uh, the Premier League games we haven't touched on, here are Hannah's friends giving us some analysis. after two bottles, three, four bottles of wine. That is. So there you go, yeah. <laughs> drunk analysis from Hannah's friends. So I'm just going to do a feature now where I'm just going to interview three of my friends about football. So Beth, who's had a child three months ago, that's absolutely right now. What do you think of Manchester United right now? Play matter every time there'll be a goal. And who's matter? He's a player. <laughs> what does he look like? He, he's um, Spanish, I think. And uh, Juan Mata. Um, and he can. Is he Japanese? No, he's not Japanese, but he can set up a goal or score a goal. Can he? He's my favourite player of Manchester United. What about Ronaldo? I mean, he's all right. Would you? He's in props. Yeah. But not he's not a standard standard player and he's just <laughs> they play him because they think he can score a goal, but sometimes he just stands there in the background thinking that someone's gonna pass him the ball and he's gonna score one. See, that is the that's what we need for the football analysis. Thanks, Beth. And Jane, what do you think of Manchester United right now? Well, um, they were beaten by Middlesbrough, local team. So I have to say that I don't think they're doing very well. I'm just going to put it out there. I'm and Jane, Jane's the one that's on the voice of nature. What size are your breasts, Jane? <laughs> Apologies, but Borough, absolutely. No, I just said, how big are your breasts? Oh, how big are my breasts? Uh, OK, so I'm a 32G. Um, <laughs> what size are your waist there? 
I don't know, 20. Like a six? <laughs> 28. That was unbelievable. She's proper fit. Holly, can I ask you, um, how's Newcastle getting on? In terms of the city or the football? Because if you're talking about... Your football, because you love it. I was born in Manchester. It's a great city. I love Manchester until the day I die, but I don't think they played very well the other week Which Manchester? United or City? Um... Um, the actual city the of red Manchester. Or the blue. Oh, I couldn't say it. Couldn't say it. <laughs> Ben's that, a dodgy man. About Newcastle. So I believe the takeover is going to be great for the economy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's a mayor. She's a mayor of Newcastle. And what do you think your husband would think about Newcastle at the moment with the blood money? So my husband doesn't care where the money's come from. He just cares about the success. I think he's really, really happy about the three wins on the trot. And he was oh, caught. Holly. Yeah, got with some football knowledge. So the game, would they play West Ham on Saturday away? Ian, Ian went into that game. Oh my God, who am I? Ian went into that game thinking they would lose, and he was quite content with that, and he was really happy with the result. She just flicked her hair back across her chest. Paul oh, Wins, what hair size? Hair. It, what's your bra size? Uh, I am a thirty-six double D. We are packing the swillers. There's plenty of. T- in this arena. In this arena. We're in a restaurant. <laughs> I thought they did quite well, Hannah. I thought that was actually quite good. Yeah, so one of their husbands is a United fan. Another one um, is a huge Newcastle fan, which is why she's got a bit of a Geordie accent. She used to like have a Yorkshire accent, but it's fully like Geordie now. Um, and then my other friend, Jane with the big boobs, that did our jingle. Mm. Um, her husband, uh, I think he's a United fan, actually. Does he like Spurs? Maybe not at the moment. Um, he's a United fan. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's that's their, that's them listening to their husbands and what they're saying about football. They don't like football, thought, any of them. I thought they did pretty well. And I would like to suggest a new feature okay. on Rose Ed. To get my b****s to do some uh, analysis each week. Not just your b****s, anyone's okay. And it doesn't have to be b****s, it could also be homies. So I was, <laughs> I, I was going to suggest... Um, <laughs> Why? I want if you're drunk and you have some thoughts about football. Why oh, don't you great. send us a voice note or record a video of yourself? Send it to us on Instagram, on Twitter, whatever it is. Send it to us, and unless it's like horribly offensive, like Mel Gibson style late night breakdowns, <laughs> getting arrested by the police in LA, look, we can we can use it. So send us drunk analysis. I really want this, right? I think <laughs> I think this item has got legs. Um, so please do feel free to send it. It's Rosehead Pond. Drunk Pundits, Joe. It works. That, yeah, that's that, that's the segment, Drunk Pundits. La- lash, lash of the day. No, hang on. <laughs> lash <laughs> of the day. <laughs> that sort of work? I don't know. Uh, yeah, like I'm that. not sure about that one, Joe. Um, bit yeah. com- complex. Yeah, Drunk Pundits. There we go. Yeah. Drunk Pundits. That is that is what we want to hear. Um, right, it's a good story this week. I don't know if you guys saw this uh, about our favourite player, Vout Veghorst. So have you seen this? He's, he's amazing at darts. Yeah. So Raymond van Barneveld came to see the Dutch team when Vout Veghorst was there on international duty. And he played Vout Veghorst at darts and Vout Veghorst beat him um, and beat him in style, checking out with a bullseye to beat this guy who's won the world championship like six times. Um, Mike, do you have any hidden talents? Um, my hidden talent. Love I mean, making, it's not obviously. really. <laughs> <In the silk laughs> pajamas. That's a, 
I've sort of racked my brain now. Um, <laughs> Where are you going to say that? I, I wouldn't say hidden talent, but I'm like obscenely good at table tennis. Are you? So just, yeah. You surprise yeah, me like every unreal. week. Like I adopt like one of the, one of like the special stances. So you know, like when you when you hold the bat like between your With two that, fingers. I, and... I probably can't use that. Yeah. Can I? Sorry, <laughs> but like they're really good at table tennis. <laughs> I was gonna say like that style, but I neglected to, and you did it for me. <laughs> you cut that out, won't yeah. you? Yeah. Yes, I will. I can't say. <laughs> yeah, go on, Joe. Sorry. Wow, but like one of those lads at the Olympics, where it's like, where it's like it's too yeah, fast doing like, what's happening. And when you stand like really far back from the table, because I I, I grew up just playing it with, with my cousins, and what what we used Where to do in Beijing, was a game. What would you mean? This is, this huh? is, can I cut that out as well? <laughs> no, that's fine. Isn't with it? their long little Wait, nails. Why, <laughs> why were we in Beijing? We need a bat. We use because, our little nail. <laughs> well, because people, because people, yeah, yeah. Well, cause, because like people in like, China and Korea stuff. Like, that would be cheesy. <laughs> so I'm just laughing at my own joke. <laughs> Sorry. But they're amazing at table tennis, aren't they? So, like, what? Where was this? Like in North um, Yeah. So, no, my, in my cousin's house, they've they've got one in their garden. So every 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 barbecue, or like just every time we went around, actually winter as well, we used to play, and we used to play a game where um, there was like five or six people playing, and after one person hit it, you you had to run around the table, and then the <laughs> next person would hit it, then you run around the table, next person. So, like, it really sharpened up your skills, made you quick. <laughs> Um, it was it was just really fun. So yeah, I'm, I would batter anyone. I'm pretty sure that that I know at table tennis. It's like an episode of Big Break, like <laughs> trick shots. It sounds like a game show. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I went with um, I went to bounce with with my girlfriend, and um, obviously because I'm like really competitive, she was just like barely hitting it in. And then as soon as it bounced a bit, I was like, whoosh, like just literally smacked it into the corner. And I, she wouldn't talk to me for about an hour afterwards because I just literally beat her about 50 nil. And like just the competitive streak in me just couldn't take it easy. Well, I'm I'm quite good at beer pong. So I'm quite good at throwing the ball into the bucket, not a bucket cup, right? And there's like a games bar around the corner from where I live. And my girlfriend, beep, 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 beep. There we go, Hannah. Um, she beat me and the f- bell, and she did a cartwheel. <laughs> oh my god! She was like running around, and did a cartwheel, and I was just like, "I hate you a bit." Yeah, it's like, it's very disappointing. You find it when you're in, be embarrassed. I was just annoyed at her. <laughs> like when, because what it's weird, isn't it? Because you just you do really want to beat them <laughs> at everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Me and Andy are But then also happens. you kind of feel bad afterwards, don't you? A little bit. When it's like you've really just like not even given them a chance and it's like, oh, okay, maybe I should have let her have one. No. One point. No? <laughs> well, we went, no. we take our kids bowling and we went on Saturday and um, I scored 160. And one of the, um, one of my turns, I had to take my other little boy because he needed a sh- so my other little boy, my five-year-old, had, he was like, got the ball and he just lobs it down the, uh, and obviously didn't score. But I got 160 points. And um, I was just like, that's actually really good. That's quite good. I was getting a few strikes and stuff. And then I looked at my husband and he's super competitive and he was absolutely fuming because I'd beaten him. <laughs> and he was like, you know, like trying to check which ball to get. And he was like, oh, I think there's a problem with that. I don't think the lane's quite flat enough. And he was trying to get, make all these excuses. <laughs> and I was like, we're playing on the same lane, hun. I've just that's beaten you. And then it was like flashing oh. on the screen because I got 160. I was like, oh, that's really good, actually. I don't like in bowling. I don't like putting my fingers in those holes. <laughs> I think you put your fingers in worse, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say this should be your speciality. Yeah. But it's just I wonder where they've been. You know what I mean, or what other people have been like when you just like 
put your finger in it. Like, it's just a bit weird. You wonder it? where they've been. Is that what you say about your exes? <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm only joking. Oh. I'm joking. They probably wonder what you've been, mate. <laughs> yeah. So you've met them. Um, well, I, um, I discovered a, a, a hidden talent this week. I hosted a game show. Okay. Um, I hosted a game show for Sky <laughs> Vegas at their, at their Leeds office, um, in which I was made to wear a gold jacket. Not made to, actually. I, 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 they asked me if I would mind, and I was ready to agree. Um, <laughs> and uh, it was quite a weird day because I had to, like, there was also a brass band there. So yeah. we were, like, bursting into rooms and meetings and stuff, and the brass band would, like, play while people were in a meeting because it was kind of, like, to kind of disrupt the norm and, like, get them to know about this new app. But, like, I would sort of stand there as a guy, like, the brass band would come in and, like, do this song and then would leave and, like, leave a very, like, shocked woman in a meeting room. And I'd be like, see you at 3pm on the seventh floor and then just walk out in a little gold jacket. Were you, were you in News UK, Joe? No, I wasn't. I was in this, I was in Sky Vegas Towers in Leeds. Oh, okay. Um, and then I had to host this game show, right? And, and various people came and approached me during the day and compared me unfavorably to, to various <laughs> prominent game show hosts slash yeah. crap celebrities. Two people said said they thought I looked like Dale Winton. <laughs> Devastated. Um, that is not what you want. Yeah. One of the brass band players turned after a song turned around and went, Gareth Gates. And I was like, what? Oh. Like I thought he was like, like I was going to be, he was asking request a Gareth Gates song. And I was like, uh, what? He was like, I bet you get that all the time, don't you? Oh. I was like, weirdly, no, I don't. But cheers, mate. <laughs> um, and then one woman who worked at Sky made a point of coming up to me. She tapped me on the shoulder and she went, at first I thought you were Stephen Mulhern. And then I thought, nah, there's no way they'd get him to do this. <gasps> Is that what she <laughs> said? <laughs> That's a double-edged oh, insult. <laughs> what a bitch. Yeah, but I've, I've, I've said the Stephen Mulhern thing and you yeah. got really upset, Joe. I don't want to look like him. Uh, he presents Hi, Stephen, if you're listening. I love him. Yeah. yeah, he's amazing. Well, I don't. I love he's Rose. he's quite annoying, to be fair. But that's so, why you that, think that, he's like me, Mike. Yeah, that's why I see the comparison. <laughs> well, I've I've worked with a few people that have been like producers for um stuff that like Stephen Mulhern has been in and stuff. And apparently, he is one of the most professional and brilliant presenters on the circuit. Apparently, he's nothing like me. Apparently, yeah, no, it's, yeah. <laughs> that's where like the comparison you, ends. <laughs> no, apparently, he's like really a really cool guy and really professional. So that is good that you've been... Really? What are you, f- president of the Stephen Mulhern fan club? Yeah. <laughs> I've got a ring binder with all his, his old pictures in. <laughs> I was going to say, he does not come across like that on TV. Mm. Sorry, Stephen. Hannah just asked, he's a really cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I love catchphrase. And he presents catchphrase. It's my favourite programme. Yeah, catchphrase is great, but I mean... <laughs> Should we see if we can get him on? Yeah, oh, can you imagine if he... I'd get a bit like, ooh. Oh. Well, let's just get him to do the intro, see if anyone notices. <laughs> well, no, because it'll be good. There won't be any f***s or coughs yeah. or okay. he won't talk about f- or yeah. anything. <laughs> oh. Any other hidden talents? Either of you two got anything? Can you do anything with your face? Well, no, Hannah, obviously we... Uh, a couple of weeks ago, you put your fist in your mouth, which people seem yeah. to quite like. Yeah. Shall we do it again? I'm, I was Did very you? impressed with that. Yeah, you, let's we, do it. Yeah, do it. Oh, no, like you try and yeah. do it as well. No way. How can you not fit? Oh, my mouth fist... is not big enough. Because your mouth's quite slack, isn't it, Hannah? <laughs> so it's like an old, it's like an old carrier pack. Are we doing it again? You try it, Mike, at least. Yeah. Oh, I can't. No... And nowhere near. Oh, my God. 
That is that like is honestly insane. I can't work out if you've like got a massive your jaw or something. You just have to get your f***s around it. <laughs> oh, Jesus <laughs> No, like right. Get your oh. lips Thank God this oh. is <laughs> <laughs> worse. Cut that out as well. I don't Thank know God this is a today. this is an audio show. I have got something I can do with my face though. <laughs> yes, go on. Okay, right. So you pretend you've got a piece of string, okay? <laughs> I mean, this is obviously an audio medium, but watch the clips. Oh, is that your nostril? That's what? amazing. Oh, that is cool. <laughs> Just a woman of many talents. <laughs> That's amazing. Can I just say, if you're listening to this, <laughs> it's a very visual display, <laughs> but do check out the clips because they're pretty... Im- is that cool? That's act- do you know yeah, what? I've I'm- got... Um, you, you know what? I, I can actually recommend one that you guys... So just imagine like you're just you're just like sprinkling salt into your mouth and just like, reenact how, how that would look. And it- <laughs> is that it? Well, yeah, or, or just like, you know, a bit more movement. <laughs> <laughs> oh you want that don't you yeah yeah oh, I get, see. Yeah, yeah i did want that <laughs> maybe salt wasn't the best thing to go with what should i've said what should I, can of coke <laughs> oh. um right well there we go i think that'll probably do for what is called a podcast um, <laughs> comedy one so there's not <laughs> There's not a lot of time left to vote for us in the Sports Podcast Awards. Votes close on the 6th of March. Please, please, please do vote. We're currently fourth out of eight in the comedy category. We're the only independent show in the comedy category. We're the only one without financial backing, without anybody with any talent on it. Like, <laughs> any, really... any professionalism. <laughs> yeah. It's a total shambles as you know if you listen to it every week so for us to finish anywhere other than last like i'm super proud of it please vote to us vote for us not to us sportspodcastawards.com uh, register and vote on there we're in the comedy category and we're going to be releasing a big fat huge best bits next week um only be about 30 seconds long because <laughs> it's all crap <laughs> which is going to be like the last two and a half months worth of best bits um because i'm on holiday i'm on a sex retreat in the woods oh, so um <laughs> Yeah, so so do look out for that. And then the week after, we're going to be in the studio. Um, all right. Uh, nice one, Hannah. Nice one. Thanks, Mike. See ya. We'll see you next time. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.